This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back to Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. I'm Alex Smythe in for Dave. There's a new app in town and it's called Project Tapestry. It's designed to track new services and social media platforms. This sounds quite familiar if I'm being honest. Is this something different though? Or is this another pretender to X, formerly known as Twitter? Sean Priest is here to answer that question. Sean is one of the hosts of Double Tap, which airs daily at noon Eastern on AMI-audio. Hello, Sean, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks, how are you? I'm not too bad. I'm excited to learn about a potentially new kind of entry well, into the social media space. Is it going to be a replacement? You say is that, it a Alex? You say <laughs> oh, that. okay, I, I did, okay. I did okay. test it just just a little hint of the uh, i don't know cynicism maybe sarcasm we've seen these before you're almost mm-hmm. dismissive you should be ashamed of yourself well okay let, let let me lay this out sean threads blue sky <laughs> Mastodon. yes we have been here before yes we have had conversations that this is going to be the replacement that folks who want that that new version of x or or the replacement to x to be but what makes this one different from the others okay so this isn't actually another social media platform Uh, the clue is in the name for this one tapestry what this app is aiming to do because at the moment this is as a um what do they call it what do the youth call it a kickstarter that's it (laughs) this is a kickstarter project from a developer that uh previously did the twitter app twitterific for the iphone and mac which was really well received amongst the visually impaired community and beyond actually it was very good but since that has gone away um what they're looking at now is to weave uh one app that weaves all these social media platforms into one place and not only social media platforms but also any blogs that you may follow you know websites anywhere that has what they call an rss feed so something you could subscribe to um Listeners may be familiar with something called AppleViz, the website. They have RSS feeds for different sections on their forums. So if you're interested in what new accessible apps there are, for example, you can grab a feed to that. And every time there's a new post on there, it will show up in the feed. And this is what this app called Tapestry is trying to do. Put one app together, which sort of aggregates everything that you're interested in every social media post every news article every blog into one place sounds good it it, it certainly sounds good it sounds promising but uh you you had mentioned too like a a twitterific which was shut down uh earlier this year and and it had a lot of praise from uh folks within the blind partially sighted community and and beyond because of the accessibility features as far as you know like are there any accessibility features with tapestry is there anything that has been announced so far well again uh, on their kickstarter page it does mention full support for screen readers so Mm. uh, what we're taking on here is the reputation of the developer behind it as i said called icon factory Uh, previously 
uh, behind Twitterific. So they've got sort of a reputation when it comes to accessibility. They've got a good um, communication going with our community. So um, I think, yeah, I haven't got too many worries when it comes to accessibility. I think they'll be on it. And, and low vision as well. They do mention in the Kickstarter aims about making dynamic font sizing and things like that. So this company is a company that's well aware of accessibility needs, and it, they always seem to um, hit the mark when it comes to accessibility. And, and you mentioned this was a successor to Twitterific. Why was Twitterific shut down? Well, okay, so this is where it gets a little bit more complicated, Alex. So strap yourself okay. in. Here we go. Um, well, actually, it doesn't. It's very simple. Elon just said, no, no third-party apps mm. can access the API, or at least for free. So every time a third-party app wanted to go onto your timeline, for example, and, and download data, update, or browse the Twitter um, database. I know I should call it X, but <laughs> I, I'm old. Uh, the Twitter database, uh, there was a fee, and it was quite a large fee. Basically, it seemed like these sort of apps um, want to cut out third-party. So the only way to access it is through the official Twitter app. Kind of makes sense, right? There is there is money in the data, so they want to try and cut out and just keep it to themselves. So that's kind of where it went from. All third-party Twitter apps and things like that, they had to start to pay to access the Twitter database. And they're not the only ones. We've had a big deal with Reddit uh, and third-party apps recently. They're doing the same thing. It seems to be uh, a lot of systems are closing the doors for third-party apps. And that's what happened with tr Twitterific. And as I said, it was, uh, it was really disappointing because the guys really did put their heart and soul into that app, especially when it came to accessibility. And, um, yeah, it was a real shame to see it go, but I can totally understand why it went away. And so how would Project Tapestry be able to succeed where Twitterific uh, kind of failed or, or came up short? Well, this is where it does get complicated, and this is where I have a slight problem. Now, on the show, me and Stephen Scott have a disagreement about this. He is so hyper-excited about this app, as well uh, as other people in the community that's got a lot of interest, a lot of people talking about this. But I have one... I'm almost ashamed to say I have one slight problem with this, and that is we still hit that same brick wall that mm -hmm. Facebook and Twitter will not allow this app to gather any data from its database, its servers, its platform. So if this app does come about, and I've got no doubt actually that it will, it's already hit its, its target on Kickstarter, um, it will be without Twitter and without Facebook. And my argument is, can you really have a one app to rule all, let's say, social media platforms? Because I think that's going to be main, uh, people's main interest, having one place for all your social media. Can you really have an app like that without the massive giants that are Twitter, X, or Facebook? I don't think you can. No, I, I again, like those are the two biggest, or uh, two of the biggest social media platforms uh, like active today, yes, you, you can't have yeah. an all-encompassing one. It's like, oh, no, we just don't have any of the big ones. But we got all these small ones together. Like, no one really <laughs> cares about the small ones, no right? One and like, I knew you were uh, cynical. I knew it. Yeah. No, but hey, I, I, I agree with you. No. Yeah, and, and I, this I, is I, something... Go ahead, Sean. 
Sorry, no, I I agree with you, Alex. I I totally agree with you. Yeah. It does. It is going to support Mastodon. It's going to support mm -hmm. Threads. Um, it's going to, as I said, all the other blogs. Anything that's publicly, any of that data that's publicly available, you will be able to aggregate into one place. As I said, Stephen, very very excited by that. He loves RSS feeds. He loves. He's such a news hound. Gathering all these news sources together and having it in one place is going to be cool. But as I said, I think the main interest for me would, I'm, I'm going back to the old days, uh, you're far too young, Alex, of uh, Messenger, AOL Messenger, ICQ. There was all these different messaging, instant messaging apps. And there were a few of them that actually tried to put all the messaging uh, communication standards into one package or one app. Trillion was its name. So you had ICQ, MSN Messenger, and AOL Messenger, or Yahoo Messenger, all in one place and that for me that's the beauty of some of these apps it, it's just one place and you can deal with everything at once and if you can't do that with tapestry if you are missing your x your twitter your facebook i'm sorry then it's not one place to fit all uh, you're missing out yeah. on a huge chunk of your social media platforms I, I first off want to say I appreciate that you think I'm too young for uh, to remember the days of, of the messengers. Uh, <laughs> I, for one, uh, lived on MSN Messenger for many, many years. And I remember when you could change the color of your icon from the blue to, like, the purple to the, like, orange. You uh, know, there's still that metallic color change. Super nerd. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, see, this was something that um, uh, earlier in the show Marco Pasqua brought forward, uh, this uh, new web browser that is, like, claiming that it's going to basically be an aggregate for all sorts of information and same thing it was going to be able to pull from all these different sources and i was wondering it's like well you know part of the the issues with this is the fact that all those other uh, sites have built-in ads or they have like a payment that they're getting from clicks it's like how is this going to like how are these two things going to square themselves because it seems like it's going to be in conflict that well the content uh in the the host sites are not going to like it because they're going to lose out on the ad revenue because they're not going to get those clicks necessarily it feels very similar where it's like it's the same thing with the the x and the uh facebook and the meta that you're going to be pulling content from all these different sources that may already have, you know, ad revenue deals and things like that, that you're not actually getting the the clicks or the value for the clicks to access that information. Right, Sean? Exactly. I mean, it's all about monetization. That, that, you know, none of these big tech companies are in here for the good of the people. Well, very few. I would say none of them. Um, it's all about monetization. So as soon as they see any area where they think that's causing harm to our bottom line, they're going to you know, close down on that. They are going to go really hard on that. Now, as I said, with Tapestry, it's only going to access public data anyway. So there's no harm of it being closed down. But mm -hmm. that's kind of the problem I have with it. It's just mm -hmm. I want access to the services that I'm actually using more often. Um, there's a bit of a, uh, what you just mentioned there, there's a few YouTube apps out there that make YouTube really easy and accessible to use for screen reader users. But they also remove the ads mm -hmm. from the videos. And for me, that's an issue because that means that that app could get shut down really, really quickly. And rightfully so. You know, the, the, YouTube have a right to make money through the adverts. Um, and that means by simply sidestepping the ads that we also miss out on the accessibility of that app, the accessibility that it brings. You know, I've got no problem with ads and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it is an issue.
Well, we, I think we, we've kind of uh, talked enough about Tapestry. We're both cynical about it. Let's turn to something a bit yes. more positive. What is coming up on today's episode of Double Tap? Oh, uh, today's Double Tap. Let me think. Okay, yes, we are going to talk because Stephen has found something on the Mac, a feature of VoiceOver that has changed his life and you know Stephen, he never over exaggerates so i'm sure that's absolutely <laughs> true he's also bought two new products this week that have absolutely changed his life so we're going to talk about Stephen's life-changing week i mean that sounds like a great tease to tune in for <laughs> sure uh, before i let you go i want you to weigh in on our daily poll today because it has to do with favorite web browsers and folks at home nope. they can also vote in on x at accessible media facebook accessible media inc sean what is your favorite web browser is it google chrome mozilla firefox microsoft edge or apple safari you have to choose one of those four oh you know what it's easy for me it's whatever comes with the system so it's going to be microsoft <laughs> edge i'm sorry to say because right at the beginning microsoft edge was very ropey when it came to accessibility but right now it's absolutely fantastic and that's because it's basically chrome with a new skin so i'm going to go with microsoft edge ironically that seems to be the recurring theme that everyone we've spoken to they're all a little bit lazy about changing their web browser yes. to what is already <laughs> on the base system sean thank you so much have yourself a wonderful day thanks a lot you too see you later that was sean priest who is one of the co-hosts of double tap and the show airs noon daily eastern time on ami audio and he was joining us from glasgow scotland nope manchester england let's uh, be clear about that and you can also follow the team on twitter at double tap on air coming up after the break we'll have the round table topic because elizabeth moeller wants to talk all about dealing with winter weather you're watching now with dave brown on ami tv Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.